0: The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who find the missionary position to be the height of adventure sexually speaking, or anyone who doesn't understand English. Listener discretion is advised. A podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Char Arcane. I'm Lansing Mike. And I need to mention this at the top of the show because I forgot about it last time, which means I am a bad podcast host. Yes.
1: Actually, I remember, <laughs> what you're about to say is what I remembered after we recorded last time. I'm like, oh, we didn't do the thing we we're supposed to do. And yes, and I was like, whoops. But Yeah, I, I just but, listened to the podcast. I, just, I finally got around <laughs> to listening to the last podcast earlier today. And oh, forgot that we missed that part, but we're not it, missing it now because
0: because the <clears throat> because a Harry Brown companion is, is brought to you by the Dark Side of Kink, located at thirty one oh nine West Huron in Waterford, opened Thursday through Sunday five p.m. till ten p.m. Be sure to use the code Kinky Podcast to get ten percent off your order, including today's feature product, the M eighty Sport Jock. Does it explode? The force of a quarter stick of dynamite? Uh, No, not quite. Um, But it looks like the model is packing a full stick of dynamite in there. Um, Is
1: that why they gave it that name? Because, you know, it's a little powerful explosive, and it's, like, interesting. Uh, That's what I think of the M-80s.
0: Well, I believe they gave it that name because it has uh, the old-school camo pattern on it. The, The splotch camo, as opposed to the new... Uh, digital camo so yeah the the green and black splotches um, okay so m80 jock m80 jock available online and in the store can be yours for only 22 dollars or 20 bucks once you uh put in no. the 10 percent off well nine or 1980 <laughs> when you put in the
1: code if you're just playing yeah. jock strap don't use the code Save it for yeah. something cool or big. I'm so, one of those masks. One of those sexy ma- dog masks, or the really nice boots, or yeah, so, I mean, you know. If, but if you want, you only if you only just need a jock, then yes, you yes. can go down the jock.
0: But uh, or if it,
1: or it's if like it has... when I go to like a department store and mm-hmm. I buy socks. And it's like, would you like to save twenty percent by opening a charge card today? I'm like, oh, I can on save a whole two dollars. Yay! No, yeah, go away. Stop trying to push this on me. I don't need more debt. Okay, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm kind curious. It's like, yeah, if anyone's used the code yet. Um,
0: I, I have not heard from DSK. I've really DSK. been tempted to go in myself to like
1: I, I need to, I need to purchase some King stuff, and I've been really tempted to go in there and I'm like, okay. Do I mention that I'm part of the podcast or do I just make my purchase? Do I use the code? What I'm like, well, at I Well, le-
0: at the very least you should use the code for I know, the discount can we? because we are I don't see why not. I, it's one of those areas. It's like oh. it's it's
1: for our listeners and I'm not a listener. Well, I mean, I listen? But I'm <laughs> not a listener. I'm, anyway, so yeah, so well, we'll, it
0: it I would probably if mention, it gets you in the store, I think then I think I'd mention yeah.
1: that we I'm one of the co-hosts just to make conversation. And uh, and also just to see how well it's working, if it's working, and if they had any suggestions. So yeah, I would probably mention that. you know Yeah. It amazing. I said, yeah, it's been going really well. In fact, here, <laughs> have this on us. I'd be like, oh, now do I tell Brent?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. That, then it becomes a race to see, okay, who can make it to DSK first <laughs> for all the credit we've been building up for advertising with them. Oh. Well, dear. I would think you get first crack
1: at any credit concerning you're the one who fin- primarily financially puts out for this podcast. Yeah, and you know in our society, those with the money or the who pay tend to be, you know, the owner or sundries. This yeah. is the way we work. Well, <sighs> society works. We're not socialist yet. Socialist <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> Equal distribution of <over> the wealth. <laughs> that gay socialist kinky crafty podcast. Sure, why not? Let's, let's add another <laughs> adjective
1: on there. Let's get nerdy. Got to get the nerdy. Okay. So, um,
0: um, hey, so, hey. so
1: our duty. Yes. Get our duty. No, it's funny because I also mentioned that I know someone who grew up in Waterford. Mm-hmm. And he was just really surprised that there was a kink store in Waterford because it just doesn't seem like something his hometown would have, he thought. it Just because he always thought it was, you know, I think everyone thinks their hometown is boring and has nothing of value in it. My, so they either flee or try and make something happen. My
0: hometown was proud was proud of the fact, celebrated the fact that after the nineteen ninety census, mm-hmm. they were named the whitest city in America with a population over a hundred thousand. Take take the victories that you can get. I guess <laughs> I didn't consider it a victory. Well, I but, knew someone yeah. who was on a uh, football
1: team in college that had a uh, a zero percent winning. You know, they won no games. Mm-hmm. And so his mind was like, okay, well, you know, if you can't be the best at something or even at the top of your game, be the worst, so then that gives you something to talk about later. So maybe, hopefully, maybe they're thinking in terms of that. It's like, well, I guess
0: we're all white. Livonia, where Detroit's white flight landed. Oh. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, like, yeah, if I found
1: out my hometown was, like, noted, had some notable, cool, kinky thing at it, I'd be... <gasps> Wonderfully surprised myself. It's like cool, but as far as I know, that's not the case. So
0: yeah, all right. Uh, let's hear what have we done since the last recording I think chronologically.
1: I think the first thing
0: was Jezzer's birthday party. Yes,
1: I believe uh, the so. outbar. We we it was a Friday night. Um, Friday
0: and, before Saint Patrick's Day, <laughs> which is why the place was just
1: crowded. <laughs> oh, uh, the outbar I hear is not normally busy. Uh, one of my uh, a friend of mine who's a regular says no. It's usually kind of like more. Kind of quiet and low key, but when we went, it was packed. Yeah, um, we kind of claimed a corner ourselves for the latex crowd. The the birthday boy, his partner, and uh, some other guests were there already. So mm-hmm. when we showed up, it wasn't just like us standing in latex. Well, you were in latex. I was. Uh, my latex supplier was coming. <laughs> uh, you were there in a kilt. Yeah, well, I had a kilt on. Yeah, to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> um, the uh, But no, um, I did borrow a nice sleeveless vest from uh, Veritas, who showed and brought uh, a selection of uh, things for me to try on, and I was like, I'll try this one. It, it, that, mm-hmm. It's a bit of latex, so. Also realizing I need to, yes, purchase something. Uh, you told me about Latex 101. The yes. Website. I looked and saw some very cool outfits on there. There's some that have very much a superhero vibe to them, Their mm-hmm. they decorative patterning. Yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I had a vest on. That was nice. Uh, we kind of claimed the bar. First, though, we went to Common Language, mm-hmm. which is the gay, lesbian bookstore next to the out bar. And, um, yeah, there's books. I found some graphic novels that were cool. And, and a really cute doggy. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was a Duke or Dutch or... Duke. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, a super friendly dog that if you stop petting him, he's like, no, and paw goes up on your leg and it's like, no, you keep doing this. <laughs> uh, I was like, aw. Um Aww. So, good store dog. Um... If a bit needy, but hey, that's well. Wow. <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> I, yeah, because I think the the people working there was like, no, we've had enough of you, Duke. You bother strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah.
0: Beg for pets from the people who walk in, not the people who work yeah. here. <laughs> um, it was pretty much. It's been a while since I've been there, but
1: it was pretty much what it was before. They have a mm-hmm. they have a little a little section of like erotica and some kink stuff on uh, one of the corners upstairs. Uh, Picture books, old magazines, Volva uh,
0: coloring books. Uh,
1: yep. And uh, I think some accessories. I know in the past they've had a few things up there, but not, not a lot. Not many. They did have a nice selection of lube. That was. They they did and I inside said. right inside the front door, so it's like cool. Yeah,
0: including j
1: and I'm
0: like, oh, okay,
1: cool. Uh, you know, bumper stickers, all that kind of stuff.
0: Lapel pins, mm-hmm. um, postcards, screening cards. Small
1: you know, go if you're in the Ann Arbor area. I mean, how many gay lesbian bookstores are still around? It's like, you know, go. Small or small niche bookstores of any <laughs> yeah. variety.
0: Bookstores of any variety that, that aren't Amazon. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, went there, stopped
1: there first uh, because I'm a book horror, And it's like, oh, my God, we're going next to a bookstore. Uh, also, it's Ann Arbor, so you got to go to a bookstore. I think you're required to by law. Uh, at least <laughs> if I ran the world, I'd say. Uh, uh, the, uh, then we went to a bar. Right. Uh, the downstairs is pretty much a restaurant Yes. with a bar part of it, but the upstairs, is, I mean, it's just a converted house. So think of a two-story house that has been turned into a restaurant bar. Uh, the upstairs, again, bar, pool table. Uh, went up there and, you know, just said hi to everybody and yeah. hung out. <laughs> not a lot of room around the pool table. Hmm. Um, I mean, even... I feel bad for the yeah. people playing pool because yeah. quite often you'd have to say, okay, can you know you well, make a, a part behind me so I can actually get my stick in
0: there? Well, and, and I've mean, seen that at Esquire, yeah. too. Yeah, but, I mean, even then, I mean, really that space was not really large enough for a pool table. Yeah. Um, but... And yeah, when I saw the first set playing on there, I was like, Ugh, because they were putting their drinks on the pool table, oh. had the keys on the pool table in such a way that the keys themselves were hanging mm. over the uh, cushion, mm. and so actually on the felt. And I'm like, Ugh, but you know, not my place. Um, also, I'm sure that a bar pool table is just oh yeah,
1: it's used raggedly. Yeah. Um, but uh, the I remember I just remember seeing a very ripped lesbian playing, she was like just <laughs> powerfully built, and I mean, like, like visible abs and wearing a midriff bearing shirt and short white hair. and I was like, whoa, it's like cool. <laughs> and then it's funny because later in the uh, evening, um, she was there with her cousin, okay. Uh, lovely young woman. I didn't know if they were like a partner or that because I mean, there weren't that, there weren't a lot of women there. Yeah. And the funny there were thing some, is, but not a lot. Yeah, yeah. but um, the uh, the funny thing was uh, so I talked to the cousin and we are just talking about, you know, I she informed me that she was there because her the the ripped the ripped one had just broken up and was out to to meet a lady and they thought it was lady's night at the bar and it's like no nope. no it's St. Patrick's, Patrick's day and she was also very confused by like the latex and the pup hoods and I explained pupness to her and I guess my description was good enough that she bought me a beer. She's like, Well, thank you for that explanation. Here, that beer's on me. So I'm like, oh, Yay. Yay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lady bought me a drink
1: at the bar. Yay. I'll take
0: it. <laughs> hey. Da, da, and now you know, explaining pup to curious strangers can get you free alcohol. Well,
1: I was just not being an asshole. You know, you could always say, Well, that had, too. well it's, it's a thing I don't have time to explain. Go, <laughs> go do something else, you know, person I don't want to have sex with. Um, Because some people laugh that way. If I don't want to, you know, the people, they don't want to, they can't get something out of you, you're kind of useless to them and are treated accordingly. And it's like, no, Jesus Christ, people, be (laughs) civilized. Um, Even if you can't profit (laughs) from them, how about treat them like a human being, basically. So, yeah, so that was that. Um, A newbie, there was a newbie there Mm -hmm. who had been lured by uh, one of the hosts uh, that chatted online, and he just showed up and... A very, I don't know how new he is to gay, but he's new to kink stuff, okay. And um, again, I was you know, chatted him up, and and uh, he went off, but like he'd go off and talk to other people. and I saw him get some phone numbers, so I was like, you go, boy. <laughs> um, but then he'd come back and you know, continue talking with me, so I was like, sweet. And so, hopefully, he it's you know, it was a good experience for him. He was you know, not. He was just standing there in civilian clothes and not willing to, yep. not ready to take off his shirt in a, a bar yet. <laughs> I took off my shirt in a bar, but that was just to take off the shirt, the shirt to put on, on the, the latex, latex or put or the vice versa. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, I felt
1: really exposed. I mean, you know, I'm not like, say, fighting weight. And I'm also, I think, at least a couple decades older than most of the people. You know, the average age of that bar was not Well, on. I mean, it's, a college, a college
0: it's Ann Arbor. It's a college mm-hmm. town. So, yeah, the average age in that bar is 21 and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so, I was like, okay, well, feast your
1: eyes, children. <laughs> this this <laughs> Look upon my
0: sagginess and despair. <laughs> this will be you in a few decades, if you're lucky. Well, you see, that's one of the nice things about wearing the latex, is mm-hmm. it tends to Pull yeah, some, in all of the snag. There's, nice, there's some nice corseting. Yeah. Um, a good number of latex people showed up. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: uh, right, var- and I saw a variety of ages and. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah, there's and there's some really pretty things in cat suits. That oh yeah, yeah, some, some pyts. Yes, what's pyt? Pretty young things. Um, yes, yes. Um, uh, twinks. <laughs> yes, and in latex, I was like, hey, if you gotta be a twink, throw on latex. Uh, uh, because yeah, the the newbie was quite like. Taken by because there was one who was actually had very pretty like beautiful features. Mm-hmm. He was like, yep, that's he's very striking, and he was like, "Ooh!" And it's like you know, it's like go, go. Yeah, and also I mean it's funny because um, the newbie had a recon uh, profile, profile, and uh, he told me what the 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 his name was. It's something technical, and it's like okay, uh, the uh, but then I read his profile, and he's like looks like he was I think. Uh, mid-30s himself okay. and uh, but seemed to be focused you know more interested in younger or of age guys but but then he contacted me via a cruise I'm like okay I'm confused are you actually cruising me because like you liked our talk enough that you're interested or was this just simply hey here's a way of you know saying hi and kind of bookmarking this other profile and letting I, you know that I found you it's like that's not its purpose I,
0: mm, a cru- but, but, but I think that's I, a safer I, assumption yeah, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. yeah, I know. Well, it's assumption I'll take because, you know, safer or not, I, yeah, so rejection adverse. Uh, but it's like, don't, don't toy with me. <laughs> uh, Do not toy with my libido like that. Because, yeah, cruise implies interest. And it's like, okay. Uh, well, so, so la- lots of latex. Lots um, of latex.
0: Hung out with, for a bit with um, a big old pupper who... Oh yes. Um, I'm friends with on Facebook, mm-hmm. and trying to think back to where we, f- where I first met him, and I'm pretty sure he was one of the puppers who showed up at one of the last number six dungeons.
1: Oh.
0: Um, looking at his profile and, and thinking... I think that is one of the ones I missed, right? Did I? Um, it... I think he... Because w- he did not look no. familiar to me.
1: What? Might have been that... No, that... Or second w- to last, maybe? Because I thought you had mm-hmm. mentioned one of them that I missed, that, yeah, some... Some young pups had shown up.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. must have been one of the ones you missed. Okay. Uh, for, for a second, I thought it was the um, the one right before Halloween, but no, that was another set of pups. Okay. But no, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he, he was at number six. And th- okay. Yeah, he and yeah, he was the one that we were giving him scritches, and, and he was responding, not with English, but... W- In ways that you know, yes, no, like that, don't like that, more or less. Like pre-verbal. I mean,
1: dog ways, I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, which is some of the fun of pup plays, like you expand your vocabulary and you can just. (laughs) Or or reduce your vocabulary. You you can indicate that you like something or dislike something without sounding like, you know, bad porn.
0: Oh, yeah, do that. (laughs) Yeah, do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That's useful. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I saw you were kind of macking on him. Yeah. I was like, uh, ah. Yeah, yeah. I I got that puppy very excited. <laughs> um, and left him very frustrated. Oh. oh. Well. It, There's I, only I, so much you can do in a bar. Uh, yeah. Especially a bar like that. That. Yeah. I, yeah, I
1: mean, the, it's that crowd. I mean, Esquire on a kink night.
0: I think could, he, could get away with a little more. A the. Touche bar in Chicago,
1: Menjo's, Men- like, especially that yeah, like yeah.
0: night at Menjo's, or or
1: God, you know the, the Eagle, Eagle. Yeah, yeah, please the Eagle, I would <laughs> hope you could make be allowed to go to completion at the Eagle. Uh, yeah,
0: no, if if this party had been at the Eagle, he would not have ended the night as a frustrated puppy. Sure. Okay, um, the
1: uh, What is it? Oh, so so yeah, that was, uh, we stayed uh, a decent amount of time mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, left because yeah, I had a lot. Going on the next day with uh, St. Patrick's Day, uh, but yeah, it was a fun event. You know, I, you know, I saw a number of people I knew, met new people. So for me, that was a good amount of energy. Actually, I was because it was funny because I think you were thinking I was pretty like not drunk, but definitely I was riding on a nice alcohol buzz because yeah. I was hyper. And no, that's just me hyper. <laughs> I was also on a Red Bull because I was thinking I was like, "Well, how much did I drink that night?" And it's like, "No, we were there about." Two and a half, three hours? Three hours.
0: Uh, Yeah, I got
1: there about nine left. About And I had, let's see, I think I had three drinks total. I mean, I had the beer that was purchased for me. I bought, I think, a cider. And then I had a beer before that. So, yeah, three drinks. And I just had two Red Bulls. Which was also me. And then I also had a Red Bull at the beginning because I needed the energy. And so, no, that was just me in in manic phase. It's like it does come off as happy drunk. Because um, also St. Patrick's yeah. Day was the same thing for me the next day. On the average, I had about one drink an hour for the day, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, some friends were like, "Are you okay to drive?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's been five hours and I've had three drinks, and <laughs> I, this is not drunk. This is just <laughs> me being happy, which my friends are not used to, and so I can understand the confusion." Yeah, no, you're
0: you're a miserable shit most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm, Ger <laughs> sitting in the corner judging with my arms crossed. Um, I, oh, I wanted to mention another site that is good for rubber mm-hmm. gear um, uh, blackstyle.de. Okay. Um, they are a German company. Okay. Um, and as such, shipping is about 50% of okay. the price, but they make high quality stuff. And um, yeah, may, maybe not for your first one, but something to keep so, in know, mind like, when. Uh, if you what, try something first and enjoy
1: yeah. it enough, it's like, okay. That whole Mister S thing—it's like you know when you're ready for the good stuff. Uh, the uh, well, the funny other thing was I stopped by Party City earlier that day, mm-hmm. um, possibly to buy um, the uh, Zentai suit uh, to see what they had. I thought you know that could be something I could wear to the event. It's not latex per se, but it's it's closed. And yeah. Also, you know, like I said, I was joking. It's like I could use it for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> um, no, they had, I the only one I would have really wanted to buy would have been a black one. And they had no black in stock except for like child sizes, so I think it's just
0: maybe it's a very popular size. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that they they exist. Yeah, might yeah might have to swing by when it's not the Friday before a holiday and see. What well, I don't know yeah. why black would been gone for St. Patrick's Day. I could see green being, being, being so gone,
1: but the greens are all moved to um, you know the St. Patrick's Day thing where mm-hmm. I had to get through a whole bunch of because uh, I. I don't know. Did I mention that? Because um, I don't remember hearing it a thing. But I was talking about the the crowd of kids that I saw at uh, St. Patrick's. The at the the um, oh no, because we had recorded prior to that. We recorded prior That's to right. that. right. Yes. I remember talking about St. Patrick's Day and talking about the um, the the Zentai suit. Um, yeah, it was so kind of. It was kind of nice because there's a lot of just. College students were needing St. Patrick's Day swag. Mm-hmm. And and this one poor guy was like tying on this really stupid hat. He's like, How's this look? And his friend's like, Oh, it looks good. And I'm like, Oh, they're lying to you, child. <laughs> no. You look stupid. Um, and he was trying out their own hats, but I'm like, I'm not gonna I I'm not gonna be the creepy old guy who's like, No, little boy, you want to wear that hat to make you look sexy. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he was like taking pictures with his phone and checking so he he could make his own decision But what I thought I saw that was really cool Was this crowd of people mixed I uh, was like about four women, two men And uh, they're really looking for some bling for uh, the shorter guy I think his name was Vito or Vinny But um, he was very soft featured And I think might have been transitioning to maleness because There's a little scruff of the beard and the voice was still that kind of high and, and the features were, you know, the testosterone maybe hasn't quite turned, you know, made it all angularly yet, but nope, he was just one of the guys. And so I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like you know, just you know, just a, a really adorable trans guy out with friends shopping, and it's not even an issue. I'm like, yes, this is the future I want to live in. <laughs> or I maybe mischaracterized, and he was just you know, but it, there seemed still that like that that hint of feminist that's not hasn't been burned away yet in the testosterone storm that's coming. You know, and it's like, oh. At least that's that's what I want to think because you know if he's just you know some
0: yeah I mean we femi
1: looking you know young man it's like okay well that's nice but <laughs> there's nothing interesting to that but someone who's like made a decision is working on a, you know the life they want it's like mm-hmm. yay you go um, yeah fo- focus on on that part. The, <laughs> I always like to think best of people. Like yeah, the exactly. I want to think that you know my first thought is like oh they're gay or at least bi. Because <laughs> straight, kind of boring. Well, well,
0: <laughs> oh, to me, <laughs> kind of common Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it's, been, it's been done. No. Yeah. No, I, I find myself quite a bit, um, if I just see two guys together mm-hmm. at a restaurant, um, at the grocery store, mm-hmm. or you know, just two guys out in public, you can tell that whatever they're doing, they're doing it together, you know I take a moment to stop and say, okay, couple. Cute couple. Or <laughs> what? But no, the first thought is couple. And even if there's an age difference, unless I oh, can y- see the yeah. actual uh, uh, Actual family yeah. resemblance. I'm like, oh. But, you know, well, we it, saw, it, it, we it saw that cute bear couple out
1: because uh, oh, yeah. when we were in like a oh, restaurant. Oh, like, they Aw. were so
0: yeah, sh- sharing a dessert together. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah. so cute. <laughs> that was oh, yeah. but then, um, so,
1: yeah, so St. Patrick's Day was the next day. Not necessarily kinky, per se, but mm-hmm. uh, my running club got together at 2, and we, you know, went out for most of the afternoon hitting bars. Complete mistake. It's like, no. Um, I mean, I, I stood for about 25 to a half, minutes to a half an hour at one of the bars, standing at the counter with a 20 in my hand, trying to order a beer. And not, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make eye contact with the people behind the bar, but I'm not going to be the like person who's like, oh, over here, they know I'm there. They're hectic. They're busy. They're trying to do stuff. So I wasn't gonna be that one. No, I had a friend who was that one because he came up next to me and he knew the bartender and so he's like calling out her name. It's like, oh, can I get service? And she's like, yeah, sure. And I could tell it's like you're not gonna get jumping in line just yeah. because you know her. It's like there's no there's no yeah favors no. you're gonna get from this. Stop doing it. It's embarrassing. And I was like, and then finally I got my beer. And I was like, yay. And then I had to wait another. About five to ten minutes to pay because they gave me my beers and then they got so busy with stuff. It's like <laughs> I'm so good with money. I like, if I were a it lesser person, I could just walk away right now with beer, yay. But no, I'm going to at least pay.
0: Yeah, no, my idea of drinking on St. Patrick's Day is buying um, Guinness and um, Bass Ale. Uh, the week before yeah. and and drinking at home.
1: I was just like yeah, it's a sip of nice Irish whiskey. Um, but no it was I mean yeah to be out in it is kind of crazy and and nothing I really needed to do but that the person is someone else had organized it. Well, we had a good turnout, a lot of people. Um the other funny thing is you know on St. Patrick's Day we did not stand out in any way, shape or form. <laughs> I did not know we were a group of people all together. Because you know we we're in St. Patrick's Day bling and so, so that, was everybody else. I was in my kilt um, and uh, had ended up wearing a lot of green anyways, just because I have green stuff. Our, our running shirts for the club are green. So it's like, okay. You didn't end up wearing an orange shirt and a white belt? Could not find the orange. Um, and, uh, like, I know I have an orange shirt from that club, but also I just don't like the look of orange. Uh, but I did find this white scarf. That's my St. Patrick's Day bling was this white scarf. that had pots of gold and rainbows and shamrocks. So, you know, it was rainbows. I'm like, gay. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it worked. It, it, it worked. Um, oh, and then someone had brought uh, green spray paint. Well, green hair dye okay. and greened everyone's beard. And... So there's lots of pictures of us with green beards. Actually, the pictures I like the best are people getting sprayed in the face with this stuff. So, <laughs> so their face are all scrunched up and they're trying to like not get, catch chemicals up their nose. So those were the fun pictures. Uh, but yeah, everyone had it. And he's like, yeah, it washes out real easy. No. Nope. Three good scrubbings. I mean, I, I went, tried to wash it in the sink that night. I'm like, no, this isn't going. Um, well, I was going to another party afterwards, so I actually uh, hairsprayed it to seal it in a bit better. Because oh. it would come off casually. Well, I mean, hairspray doesn't stand, you know, hairspray comes right. out, actually does come out. Uh, but no, the dye itself was, I finished showering that night and I look at the mirror and nope, big old green in my, you know, kind of the, my mustache area. I'm like, okay, went back, re-scrubbed mostly gone but, but the third shower the next day was like okay it's gone
0: yeah and you have such a light beard anyway that, well yeah, the person yeah if, the spray, if, if he, if he yeah, tried yeah. to green my beard it, you wouldn't tell
1: well and that's it the people who had whiter lighter hair were the ones who were like yeah it stays in but he the guy who was spraying everyone's like nope it came up first time it's like you have black, black hair. hair it's <laughs> there's green in there you just don't you know just it. don't see it yeah. uh, but no it was it was silly fun um and uh That night I went to a friend's party. She'd been having a horrible year, so it's like, I'm having a St. Patrick's Day party, and went over there and had lots of tasty cheeses and some more booze. All right. Then I went home.
0: Well, uh, this week I had two fun encounters. Got got to uh, play with Pup Fritz Mm -hmm. uh, again. Um, We are working on... Our goal is he wants to be able to use my arm as a plug tail. Got it. So, um, so we're working on that, and this time it was adventures in lubricant. Mm-hmm. I had earlier in the day picked up a bottle of coconut oil okay. for reasons, good and brought for the that skin good for the skin. Yes, and I brought that along, and we tried using that. The problem is that is. Too low viscosity mm-hmm. once it, it heats up, and yeah, it does, it soaks right into the skin. So it didn't work really well by itself as a lube, but when mixed with a bit of Crisco, mm-hmm. um, it, it nice, thick, kind of soupy mixture okay. of the two of them together, um, which, yeah, felt much better on the skins, kind of moved over the skin much easier than just Crisco. So, yeah, we're probably gonna be working with, with that combination. Do some experimenting, find out okay, what's the right ratio of coconut oil to Crisco? Do I mix them together f- first? Do I put the coconut oil down first and then follow up with the Crisco, which is what we did? Because so they're both, aren't they both similar consistencies at like room temperature? At room temperature, yes. At body temperature, no. Okay. At body temperature, Crisco is noticeably thicker. Than uh, the coconut. So oil. I mean, yeah, I'm wondering
1: because I mean, if you mix them together, I don't, I don't see any trouble with separation or anything like that. Yeah, no, they're
0: they're both oils, so they'll mm-hmm. they'll, they'll yeah. mix together just fine. So, yeah, and so maybe next time we'll see. Okay, if we put down the Crisco first and then follow um, that up with coconut oil, will that make a difference? Will that? I've be also better? realized um, because you can buy
1: little sleeves of to make your own freezer pops. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little Ziploc on the top and then. I'm almost wondering if you were to mix it, pre-mix it, you could, you know, put some in each of those, seal it, and when you seal it, they're then sealed, and you have to rip them open to have one-use kind of, you know, packets of this if you were to take it with you to DVC or something like that, you know, for portability. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if that might be a nice, clean way of, you know, if you do find the right mixture to make packs like that they just then take mm-hmm. with you as, you know, kind of, one-off or disposables because i'm also picturing you definitely want to keep it clean so yes. you don't want too big of a uh container of it for when you're right using right stuff. exactly it's not
0: like that you could also you know, once you've ripped off the tip you can squeeze out however much you yeah. need and you know part of what we did was you know had this big thing of crisco there um and so you no know, to start i pulled out a chunk of mm-hmm. Crisco and just worked with that chunk of Crisco.
1: and The other thing is, oh, the other thing is too that these, yeah, these freezer pop things, if you're gonna make alcoholic freezer pops, that's the way to go. <laughs> I mean, I know someone who used to like try and like take a normal freezer pop and suck out some of the liquid and put in vodka and then freeze it, but you can never reseal them properly. These things were like a godsend. It was like, oh my god, that's brilliant. And yes,
0: I just realized more uses. So, what we're planning for DBC, because Pumpfritz will be there, and, and we want to work on that more, That's right. um, is I've got my Crisco sticks, um, and so one of those will have his name on it, and then I've got these little, like, one-cup glass uh, bowls that have matching lids okay. that go on them, so I'll have the coconut oil in that, rather okay. than having the big... Because you can't get small things of coconut oil, you get... You know, you get two pounds of it for five bucks. My mom stored too in,
1: in these these sleeves or envelopes. Mm-hmm. If you just took it in there individually, and because you know, then you could if it could be mixed easily that way, just squishing the package and hmm. yeah, mixing the two oils, and also with your hand temperature, it'd eventually be softening it up, and right? You mix it easier, I yeah, I
0: mean, the the interesting thing about coconut oil is that its melting point is like somewhere in eighty. 80 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, full melting for Crisco is uh, in the hundreds. Okay. Not very high in the hundreds, but it is in the hundreds. So what
1: happens if you heat coconut oil to that degree? If you're trying to liquefy both of them and mix them as
0: liquids, what weirdness would happen from there? Would it actually burn the coconut oil? Or? Uh, it might, but what I could see doing to mix them together, and this is just off the top of my head, is gain a Ziploc bag, mm-hmm. Putting, you know, a chunk of coconut oil in there, a chunk of Crisco in there, and then dropping that in a bath of just hot tap water. Because mm-hmm. that, that'll be hot enough to melt the, coconut, the oil. coconut oil completely and get the Crisco nice and soft. I wonder if the use of a food processor. Food processor, blender. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, also, yeah. if one of them were liquid at the time, then it'd be easy to
1: see it once it's blended in. Yeah, the yeah, other. yeah.
0: And um, I know that I've made mixtures like this before, back when I was living in Tawas. Um, there was and I don't remember the exact ratio but it suggested to mix um, using a stand mix mixer actually um, Crisco and baby oil gel okay and that came that made pretty slick stuff Um, but the downside of that setup was you had to uh, keep it in the fridge Mm. Um, and then Otherwise, it would go rancid. At or least, that's what, at least that, mean, that's what, what it's is, that's what it said on the internet when okay. when I found the it recipe. Seems out that, yeah, two things that basically are shelf, shelf stable, stable mixed together,
1: so they become not like hmm. I mean, it's yeah. possible,
0: but yeah. Um, and yeah, so that made things interesting because then you ended up with cold lube. Sure. Uh, now, I've I've also had a ball of frozen Crisco shoved up my ass before, um, and that was. Cold just at the moment of going in, but once it was in, you didn't feel the cold anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, but that was more interesting the next day when I went to the can and out came this white worm.
1: because
0: oh. it, it it never fully melted. It it and it didn't absorb. You know, so yeah, Crisco, it's digestible. No, it's not. Well, if it needs <laughs> to go through the whole digestive tract. Maybe. Then, then, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if uh, you had swallowed
1: that ball of Crisco, right. then I'd be shocked if it came out as okay. a, one part of the other
0: end. So, we we had fun with that. Um, cool. Got to explore him. Um, I had to chastise him a bit because I could tell, you haven't been practicing mm-hmm. on your own. It's like, you need, remember, if we want to get a hand up there, we, we have re- to work our way up to
1: that. with training a puppy, positive reinforcement is a more effective way than negative reinforcement.
0: So, no roll of newspapers or water spring or calling him a bad <laughs> dog. No. Well, no, and, and that's the thing. He's, he did say that. Treats. That one, treats. You know, Swedish fish. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the reasons why he likes puppy play mm-hmm. is that he gets to hear over and over again that, yes, he's a good boy. Yes, he is. Yes, you're a good boy. Because, you know, he didn't hear enough of that growing up. hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us heard <laughs> that enough growing up. Um, so, yeah, that, that was fun. Then on Saturday, mm-hmm. went to Sling Bear. Um, was able to get him off twice, uh, which was fun. I found, you know, learning more things about his body. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, um, I don't know if it's a name brand, Hitachi Magic Wand, but that's style. Yes. A vibrator. And... I found I got a more positive response on the lower setting Mm -hmm. of that vibrator instead of on the higher setting. So I'm thinking he may enjoy, um, like if we do it in his sleep sag, the buffer that Jezzer has, because that's got a really low frequency Mm -hmm. to it. And I think he might enjoy that, but I just wonder how that would interact with the neoprene and the zipper, and hmm. you know. And I don't want to use the buffer right on the dick because there's enough wobble to it that it would pound his nuts into cream. Yeah, well, that fit, I should be able to figure something out. It, yeah, something I, I I I know some people
1: can really love the hatachi with the um kind of the jack off
0: sleeve. Attachment. Yeah, yeah,
1: attachment. I've seen that be very effective on some people and it's like never have had it used on me so i'm kind of curious it's like you know i know i have such a trouble with coming that it's you know i just maybe need to find the right toys the right stimulation that just triggers it
0: it is an experiment because you know it especially if you're just used to you know your own hand up and down maybe a bit of lube, maybe not um that having that mechanical vibration there is just so different it throws you off and another thing that the two of us figured out is Sling Bear and I and Puppy, we all want to stretch our holes, mm-hmm. but we all tend to jack off dry more often. And as such, the lube isn't right there mm-hmm. when we're sexually excited. And so, you know, we're in the mood, we're about to go for it. And if we want to do the stretching, then we have to stop, we have to hunt down the lube, we have to hunt down the toy. Well, I mean, I've got my toys right here, and they've all been staring at me like, we're so lonely, we're so cold, warm us up. But, yeah, you know, got to pull out the lube, got to find where I... Well, no, I, I know where I put most of it, and it's in my bag. I need to have the lube more accessible to be able to stretch myself so that maybe one day I can take a fist and... Um Yeah, for let's see. For
1: me, um well so the person uh the person at the Lumberjack Festival mm-hmm. um we had well I wouldn't say a date. He we it had been a busy week and he contacted me and I didn't get back to him right away, but I finally got back to him and he's like, Hey, wanna hang out? And this was last night. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You wanna go out? And I'm like, sure. Um because I was in Detroit with friends, but I got back about nine o'clock and he had been working till late, so I met him at the bar and but it was nice because we just, there was no expectation. I was like wiped out and just exhausted. <laughs> and, uh, which is also sad because I got like two people saying hi or hey to me, like late at night on Grinder, And it's like, oh, and it's like, and one of them, I mean, they both had decent pictures, but one was like, wow. Either he's really hot or he just takes really good pictures. <laughs> um, and he was like, I go, what's up? And he's like, oh, kind of horny. And I'm like, yeah, and you're also kind of hot. But I'm also kind of tired because <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one a.m. and it's no, and you're ten miles away. So that's, yeah,
0: part of me is thinking maybe
1: I should download Grinder again. Maybe I'll download it. It's just, there's not much to it really. Although one thing that was amusing, um, we were at a restaurant yesterday in Detroit, and there's this one Grinder profile that it said it was like a thousand feet away. But it was just some guy, and it's funny because his picture is—he's pretty much just in underwear. It looks like he's just about to pull him off, mm-hmm. and he's got this sh- grin on his face. It's like <laughs> ah, and uh, and then our person who's bringing out the food, I'm like, that looks like him, you know. And it's like so, and then I'm with a friend who's like, well, you should just ask him. I'm like, no, I don't think that's appropriate. No, Not the, that the, the
0: the appropriate thing to do is to. Ping him on Grinder and say, "Hey, did you just hand me real Parmesan?"
1: Or, or be more along the lines of, "Wow, do you work at you know such and such, such a place? place?" Yeah, it's like, "Oh, okay, I thought I saw you there," and then see where it goes from there. And it's like, um, "But uh, no, there's nothing in the profile that indicated he was." into people who are, like, outside of his immediate mm. age range, which is usually what I need. And that's why I like, you know, uh, Scruff for that, because, you know, there's the line that I'm looking for, and if someone says daddies in there, I'm like, okay,
0: cool. Daddies and daddy
1: hunters, yeah, on Scruff. And so, yeah, uh, yeah because, but... Uh, but then I'm wondering, are they thinking of the 23 year old daddies out there? Was like, No. I saw a profile. It's like the guy was like, I think 24 or 25. And he was like, Well, the world, you know, I, I the universe is telling me I'm, I'm approaching, I'm in daddyhood now. I'm like, No, you're not. You're still a child. Also, I mean, the picture, he's all smooth and buff and the hair's still all dark colors. It's like, You're no daddy.
0: Yeah, no. I, I Maybe did. a
1: Dom? I can see Dom, yeah, but no. Dom, but daddy. Yeah, my, I think there needs to be some age to thirty five. Yeah. Daddiness. Thir- thirty five. And some and some grey. You're know one of those people who's blessed with dark
0: hair into their sixties? Well sorry, you just don't get to qualify. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I I started seeing hints of grey in my hair yeah, it, my early thirties. But yeah, I didn't the universe didn't, you know, slap me into daddyhood until I turned thirty five and yeah, well, Start mentoring boys, um, so I, met, so to speak. I <laughs> met
1: um, you know I met him at the bar, but he's also kind of been hang, fooling around with other people, and one of them's, I think, turning him into more of a relationship, which I think he's like, well, I, I like playing with you, but it's like, I think I can get more of what I want from this, and it's like, yeah, because I'm not offering relationship. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm
0: just offering a good time. I'm, I'm
1: offering friendship and occasional fucking, and that's all I'm really up to Right. Now. Giving out. But yeah, I think he wants more like relationship with this guy. But it's funny because we're at the bar and this other guy shows up and says hi and then goes off to get a drink. And the you know, lumberjack boy is like, I just realized something. He looks just like my dad. <laughs> I'm like, is this a problem? He's like,
0: mm, not really, but I'm like so it's a little
1: weird, but So I go, so during sex you're not just gonna start saying daddy? And he's like, No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> too close to home um the uh so that was yeah so i mean it like said um i'm glad that you know even though he wasn't interested in like you know because that can get a little tiring too when you're kind of like i wouldn't mind being friends with someone but you only hear from them when they're horny Mm. and it's like and you know that any time spent with them they're just kind of like okay i want to get to this yeah yeah nice conversation but let's get naked no in this case it was more of a no i really want to hang out with you and have a conversation without the expectation that we're gonna get it on cool I'm, like, I'm fine with that um because yeah because I was like okay I'm tapping out at about it was about eleven I'm like I'm tired going home now also it's Esquire and they had a DJ it's like I don't want loud music in Esquire it's like it's not a dance club yeah it let's I mean I don't mind having cool music or music videos in the background but when it's interfering with
0: conversation yeah I'm like, that's no t- like, t- uh, t- take that me. noise to spiral Ah, uh, all right. Uh, expert, expert portion, life-changing.
1: Okay, sex. I wasn't too sure because I know last week we didn't get to the expert. We, portion, we didn't
0: actually. get to the expert portion, but the second half of the story that I want to tell still has Soon. not happened yet. So that'll get pushed okay, off um, another two weeks, Go. and I'll either by then I'll either have the second half of that story Go. or we leave you in suspense. Um, but no, life change sex, I mean, yeah, sex can be a major thing.
1: Um, I think most people's first sexual experiences tend to be in their mind as a sort yeah, of major. I, I, my, graduation from being a, kind of a, a non-practicing sexual person to actually, a hey, A practicing done sexual it. person. You know? yeah, There's even terms for it. I mean, virgin and, well, non-virgin.
0: Well, oof, and virgin and uh, oh, yeah, that that <laughs> that can get into some issues. But no, yeah, my first time was fast and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It would probably qualify as life changing, but it it was just done so quickly. It was more be- bewildering. What, conf- was what was that? Yeah. What exact? Huh. Now my first. Real kinky sex. Mm-hmm. That was life changing. You know, going to the Eagle and finding this guy who was really into spanking and being mm-hmm. spanked, and him taking me home and showing me other uh, other kinks like that, and mm-hmm. you know, bring being the foray into the kink world. That yes, that was absolutely life changing. To you know. At that, from there, I was able to see what parts of all these porn stories that I'd been reading. I'm like, okay, this is pure fantasy. Oh, people actually do this part. That's, wow. Okay. Yeah. Another life-changing one. It completely blew my mind at the time. It was the first time my husband and I had sex after moving in together. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that at that point we had committed to each other. And I was... You had gone through
1: a lot of work to get to that point. point there had been lots of schlumping stuff in. Mm-hmm. So there's
0: an expenditure of energy and effort to be together. And now it's like, okay. And now we're together and then we have this wonderful, you know, deep... Connect, you know, that feels like the first time, not just having sex, but actually making love and having that connection with that person and... You know afterwards I posted online saying why did nobody tell me? You know I I, I know that casual sex is amazing but that mm-hmm. how much better it is when you're committed and this is the sort of thing we need to be telling teenagers that yes casual sex is great wonderful here's how to do it well here's how to do it safely and you can have a lot of fun with it and and, and yeah you and can have it absolutely. can be very satisfying and it
1: can be everything you you know you need from sex but I mean, to me, it's I always liken it to food. You know, just the kind of bare bones, you know, stuff that just gets you through the day—fast food or just something you whip up quick in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know that it, it feeds a need, and it's you can survive on that. But then there's that level of food that's the the level of sex that's that insanely great meal mm-hmm. that you have, and it's like wow, that wow. was incredible, and. And and worth the entire mess that we've made of the kitchen, (laughs) so to speak. Uh, But yeah, yeah, that
0: and and the kitchen and the dining room and the living room and the laundry room. But that connection, that
1: connection, yeah. I think ideally, sex is fun, but I think it also is, you know, kind of a social bonding thing. Yeah. Yeah, at least it should be. Right. Even people you're having sex with, I think, casually. Well, I can't say that for everyone, but. For me any sex i have i want to be something that is getting me closer to someone in some way mm-hmm. uh, emotionally intellectually or just socially you know i i the kind of person you know, if i've had sex with somebody and i see them in public it's like hey how's it going i feel a connection with you that we should at least, you know i'm allowed to have a conversation with you acknowledge you in public which really pisses me off when I meet the people who are just like, nope, that's private, and I don't want anyone to know that we did something. I'm like, well, fuck you. Or, <laughs> I should say, not fuck you. Yeah, no, hope, unfuck hope, you. Hope you had a fond memory of what we did together because that's all you're gonna
0: have. Our memories. Yeah, enjoy the memories because that's I, all there is. Yeah. Yes, I'm not gonna be treated like that. I will not be ignored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the the first time I got paid for it, mm-hmm. I mean that changed my financial life. <laughs> um, but. More, more seriously, was um, the session at at Big Boots where he used this really long toy on me, mm-hmm. and I was feeling intense sensations. You know, not it wasn't pain, it wasn't pleasure, but it was incredibly intense. Mm-hmm. Where I think this is where your liver is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, at the, or, yeah, at the bend between the um, descending and transverse colon, which mm-hmm. you know might not have been the toy itself, it might have been everything else that got pushed up in there, mm-hmm. but feeling that there. Mm-hmm. And I'd never felt anything there before. And I was like, "Whoa, my body <laughs> another part of my body that, that can bring me pleasure. And, um, I think for me it's mostly been
1: situations where it does kind of redefine who I am
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that first time I mean I've been out for a long time as gay before I ever did anything with another guy It's like uh, I came out uh, There was I think you know, I had never really fooled around with guys before that mm-hmm. um, and then My social circle was mostly women like a lot you know a lot of lesbians and my <laughs> women who come out and but I just didn't have you know a social circle of gay men and so that first time I did something that was uh, It definitely wasn't quick, you know We went on a date and then went back to his place and the rest of the night for hours We just did stuff and it was like, you know, and it was like this is so cool I have access to a different you know <laughs> set of genitalia that I didn't before and, <laughs> access to a dick That's not mine. Yeah. What a concept so you know, it was a lot of fun and, you know, that kind of, you know, it's like, okay, now I am a sexual, you know, entity. Um, even with women before then, you know, some playing around, but just never really committed or mm-hmm. just fully, basically had, you know, actual just good old penile vaginal penetration. Didn't do that because that felt like a, that felt like too much of a sense of commitment. Like, this is something important and there's something holding me back. Um, so, you know, doing stuff with a guy, and the funny thing is we never, you know, we didn't do any penetration. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we tried a little bit of oral and... Um, and that was the closest we got mostly it was just, you know, rubbing up against each other and jacking each other off Over and over all night long. So I was like cool. cool. Um, but yeah, that, you know, finally told me it's like, okay Hey, you're someone who has had sex and can have sex and enjoyed sex. So I was like, sweet Um, the other times were, uh, well camp it was a big opening for me is mm-hmm. that's when I, you know uh, Was feeling more comfortable in my own skin had lost some weight and was getting favorable attention And just having strangers like, hey, and then realizing that... Hi there. Or even like a super hot guy that you'd seen earlier, Mm -hmm. then shows you attention later. And you do something with later. And it's like, oh shit, this is nothing that ever happened before. The guys I was always, you know, turned on by were not the ones who were turned on, you know, who I turned on. So, Mm you know, it's more like, oh well, you know, always unreachable. But that thing of where you meet that person, you see that person, they're super hot. And... Then you see them later in the showers, and they're like, they're even hotter. And then that night, you end up at yeah. the campsite, and then things start happening. It's like, oh, fucking oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Penthouse, it really happened to me. <laughs> uh, the other time was, another, again, uh, going to a convention with friends, and it was a convention that was not one we were familiar with, and it weren't people we knew there. We mm-hmm. thought there'd be more overlap. It was a local convention, so we thought there'd be people from other ones we went to at this one. And, um, no, it was, like, all strangers were like, oh, this will be fun. Final in with a really cool group of people, and, you know, that night, kind of, you know, shenanigans happened. It was, just like, so much fun. And I just remember we were, like, in the middle of this big group scene on a bed, and we just start laughing, just like, wow, this is... <laughs> this is what people always think happens at conventions, but it's really happening, and this is a lot of fun. And, again, a wonderful way of connecting with those people. It's like, they were from all from out of town, but... It's like we friend each other online and stayed in touch, and it was like, cool, don't know when this will be able to happen again, but it did. And it was really, yeah, like I said, it's like this is the world I want to live in, where you can meet people and you feel good enough about yourself that you're willing to be open to their advances or be aware of their advances. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the life's changing sense has always been, you know, yeah, something that's just made me feel more comfortable with myself, and it's like, cool. Um, on the flip side, there's the mind life changing sex, that's the negative stuff. Ooh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, well, I'm thinking of you know, anything time you're coerced or just not having comfortable or mm-hmm. sex that you just wanted, um, yeah, that's gonna do stuff to you, you know I mean, whether it's uh, you know actual rape, you know, that's life changing in so many ways. But even even if it's not that level, if it's just like I just don't want to be doing this, but, I kind yeah, of felt a a sense of obligation to this person, and and you know, no, I you know I consented to do this, but it's like, oh, well, I'm I, meh. you know, yeah, I've had a lot of those too, where I'm just like, you know, the, the biggest one was, going home with someone, Um, and then in the middle of it all, I'm just like, bored and like I'm missing out on sleep right now, you know, and that's why I'm realizing um, the realization that it's like, yeah, I like sex, but within certain controlled situations, and is. I have friends who just love sex for the sake of sex. Mm -hmm. They don't even have to be that attractive person they're with because they're still hard and getting off and they're happy because that's what they love. And I'm like, no, there has to be more to it for me. And that's, you know, those situations were the ones that, like, yeah, it has to be more than just getting hard and getting off.
0: Yeah. Now, I, uh, for a long time, I would jack off to pipe and cigar Mm -hmm. fetish stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had a chance to have... A fun time with a guy who was really into cigars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, yeah. Was it everything let's you let's would hope it to be? No, oh. it, 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 was, it and was. Now you don't Pipe in cigar stories, exactly. Anymore. Oh. oh, yeah. No, it, it it was bad. It it was. It wasn't. It, it wasn't like I had a a horrible reaction mm-hmm. to the tobacco, mm-hmm. um, but no, just everything else around it, just. Yeah, and I don't don't want to get into to the details of because it, it, it was very unpleasant, and I will leave it at that. And, well, and so yeah, I um, don't beat off to those stories anymore. Like
1: a friend who his his dream was always um, someone with a huge rack of tits, but also a really nice cock at the same time, and that that was just something that really fascinated them, and they were just like, "Oh yes, oh yes, this you know this is." The image I will beat off to, and finally they had a chance to have sex with someone who, you know, had a really nice dick. And he, he, as my friend put, it, uh, she was way more hungry than I was, and um, and uh, also really nice tits. And he said it was really underwhelming because they had nice equipment, but it was they were didn't use it very well. It was super boring sex, and it's like this is so sad. This is like my fantasy come true. And it's like wah wah wah. Uh, Oh the the reality of it is it's like oh I was like I'm so sorry and the funny thing is like like I said, sometimes your fetish shoes get formed by really good experiences. Mm -hmm. You you know, throw on a cat suit for the first time and suddenly you're bell of the the ball and you just have an incredible night and get brought off three times by some really hot, you know, other people in latex. Yeah the smell of latex is going to be wired in for some fun times for you from then on. Uh-huh. And likewise, like, you know, you said, it's like you have something you're interested in and it's something goes either horribly wrong or it's just really mediocre. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that was a lot of effort for no real payoff. Yeah. So that's, uh, I think, you know, each encounter can kind of
0: lead to that too. and You're right. And, and hopefully... You know, every single sexual encounter that we have changes us in some mm-hmm. subtle way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, these are... But the, the first the time, for a lot of times, yeah. firsts. Yeah, There's yeah, like First time something
1: yeah. new, first time you... It, it goes well so that you are gonna have a nice repertoire of things that really work for you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like I said, in my mind, same thing. I was a few years later, again, at Camp It, and um, it was... Uh, you know, I was I was feeling you know some weight had come back on. And I was just not feeling sexy again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but this is the place where I discovered that I could be a sexual entity and just have fun and do casual hookups. And it wasn't working. We take I'd taken a friend that was their first time, and they were the bell of the ball. Everyone wanted a piece of him. The only people who talked to me were like, "Oh, tell me more about him. Said, is he What is he like?" I'm like, "Great, uh, new meat." Yeah, and I was like, and it was just affect me so badly. And then finally, um, I uh, you know this guy showed this really hot guy. It was like just came on to me one night it was like hey, so you know why are you not, why are you you know why you not talking to me? And I'm thinking to myself because you're hot and I'm not feeling terribly <laughs> sexy right now. But we clicked, and it's like sweet. And then and the the villain of this piece is that guy because then I ran off to a phone party, and what happens? He drops me on the dance floor and ends up jerking off my friend under the foam. And I'm like, oh, this is really horrific. This is bad. And then I told my friend, and he's like, that's why we're no longer friends. Um, It's like, you know, it's like he had the option. It's like, okay, I can be there for a friend of mine who's having an emotional issue right now, or I can fuck a hot stranger. Much rather fuck a hot stranger. And just pretend that, you know, I didn't notice that you were emotionally distressed. And it's like, oh, dude, I told you right out. (laughs) It's like you, know, you, you 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 you're emotionally you know you're emotionally tone deaf, but when you know you were told and you acknowledged it at the time, it's like no. Um, I, also, my realization that this person wasn't a very good friend, but still that it, it was only totally someone that hurt me harder than uh, the breakup with my ex from me two wow. decades ago. Yeah, you know it's like ow. Oh, and well also I was emotionally sensitive at that point, and the you know I needed someone in my corner and didn't have it. So that destroyed Camp It for me for a few years. I mean, you know, not, nothing like wandering the campground, trying to find an empty corner that's not filled with fucking people, looking for a place to cry and not being able to do it. <laughs> it's, it's like wow, it was a mess. And, oh you know, boy! And like I said, life changing. Um, I think that sent me into a tailspin for the last, you know, for a decade of just not really getting wow. shit about myself. Well, I mean, yeah. not, I mean, I'm functioning, but not really. It took a few years to feel sexy again. Mm. And it's like, oh. And then I still keep running to this person. I was like, well, yeah, they still trigger. The amusing thing was I was out not quite on a date. No, it was not a date. Nice guy. Met him online. We've had a couple dinners together. I don't know if he thinks they're dates or not. I got to make sure of this. <laughs> um, someone I'd love to be friends with, but I'm just not physically attracted to. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling him about exes and all that. It's like, yeah, and actually, I have a failed friendship that hurt way more than my who walks in ten minutes later into the restaurant but this guy? Speak of the devil. Yep, and he appears, and he pays, and we like, look at each other, and we kind of nod because you know we still acknowledge each other. Um, And he leaves, and I'm like, in fact, the person who I just told you about really wrenching my soul over the coals, that was that person. It's like, oh, the one you want to die in a fire? I'm like, no, I don't want him to die. I just want him to lose his face and hands in the flames. That's all. <laughs> like I said, life-changing. And it wasn't even sex. It was simply... Witnessing someone else having sex that just like, you know, it's like, wow. So to this day, I think phone parties are the devil. Yeah,
0: nah, that, that was going to be my question. <laughs> Have you been back to a phone party nope. since then? All right. We are uh, running low on time. Ooh, okay. uh, crafting? Crafting? Oh uh, no. No? Uh, I'm trying to think if I've even done anything. Uh, I've made a bit of progress on the granny squares, and the, the variegated yarn is looking quite good as a granny square that the... The sections of color are long enough that it's forming blocks and patterns through the granny square. So that's going to be looking really good when I'm done with it. My friend who's
1: St. Patrick's Dude Party I went to, uh, she's the one who knows how to sew. And Now that I have a sewing machine, uh, we're going to make a sewing date because I have that tablecloth project I want to do. Also, um, something I want to do is the running club I'm at uh, makes things called happy coats. H-A-P-P-I. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking. Oh, happy as in, Come on, get happy. No, um, I think it's Japanese, or maybe it's H A P I. But it's the kind of that almost shogun style, not shogun, but samurai style. Just very simple tea coat, mm-hmm, and um, it's something we used in this running club. You make one; they're easy to make, and you put patches on them. Like each club has its own patch, and or events have patches, and you put them on these coats to show that what you've done. Um,
0: kind of like bar vests in the yes. leather community.
1: and so that's a possibility, another sewing thing. Um, and I think so. That's uh, I gotta make a sewing date and learn and make my do more sewing.
0: Sounds good. Uh, upcoming events. Yeah, so many. Uh, well, one
1: is not an upcoming event because it was last night. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> and neither an of us event. attended. I know. Um, it was uh, Buns and Baskets, which I think is a fundraiser for MML or something. or Okay. Or it's somehow associated with leather stuff. It was at the Dunes last night. I have friends who went there. I will hit them up for information so maybe cool. I can report what they did. Um, but coming up, we do have First Friday, April yes. 6th. And then, uh, DBC, April 7th. And also April 7th, for people who don't do DBC, um, I believe at Menjo's, Tim Rensloff, who's a local, uh, I think he's an MSU professor who has been checking into gay uh, history, Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's doing a presentation on gay bar culture in Detroit, historically. Oh, boy. So that's at the Menjo's complex, uh, April 7th. Also April 7th at Liberty Bar is Mr. Liberty... Leather. Wet leather party. So Will yeah. Camp, who won Mr. Liberty leather, will be there in evidence and holding court. Um, so I know that's all on the 7th. I'm like, Daniel, yeah, to too many things. Because I know a lot of people who probably going to the Mr. Liberty thing, and the Menjo thing it sounds fascinating to me, but it's like, well, and then there's. I have a new jock strap to wear because uh, when I went shopping yesterday in Detroit, uh, Rust Belt Market in Royal Oak. It's basically a hipster flea market. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool little booths of cool things. There's one place called Detroit GT, I think, and they make underwear and jock straps among other things. But it's like I mean the underwear the the model on the covers is like a <laughs> <very laughs> tattooed guy. And it's like ooh, so I have a new jock strap that will be that says Detroit on it. Cool. That I'll be wearing D B C. Oh uh, they had another one that says Detroit Cock City. And I'm like <laughs> kind of but no no that that's one step too far no not for DBC It'd be well for DBC. but it's a jock strap I'm only wearing twice <laughs> things anyways it's, it's not like you're gonna wear that one to the gym which would be cool uh, so yeah so so we'll see how comfortable a Detroit GT jock strap is let's see oh oh you have got cool. a list well let's see first Friday yep. um, DBC yep, yep. Menjoza. Uh, oh um, there's one other thing, and I actually, oh, uh, Mencho is also having a bear event, uh, April 13th through 15th, some, uh, they're okay. having a bear extravaganza, there's somebody, getting some name, Rocco, a porn star, dancer, or somebody. Rocco steals, yeah. Yes, he'll be there, uh, so that'll be an event, and there's also at... Battle Creek, a place called the Underground, mm-hmm. is having some bear festival, bear something. Mm. I could not find the event and couldn't remember okay. the date. And then and if um, I was coming up though,
0: April Puppy Showers at the Hayloft oh. is I want to say the week before Claw. Okay. Um, and then Claw last weekend in April, um, which means I probably won't. For the sake of my wallet, since hmm. I'm going to be blowing it all at Claw, hmm. I probably won't be doing anything after DBC. I'll oh. probably be saving saving up every little penny so that I can, you know, in actually eat things while I'm at Claw. And, so yeah, well, maybe getting maybe get a Mister S S hammer.
1: You, oh yes, I, you mentioned that one. Wait. Oh no, wait. Did you did we talk about it on the podcast? I don't remember hearing it on the podcast when I listened, but. No, I don't think it was on... We we can talk about that more
0: next time. Okay, yeah. Well,
1: especially once you've gotten it and played with it. I I know you explained to to me before what it was, and I was like, ooh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. Um, The other... What was the other thing? Oh, and then also, I think with April, I think campgrounds are starting to open up. Yes. So Camp It and and also Creek Ridge. Creek Ridge, yeah. So, you know, that's... I'm looking forward to that. And also, I know someone who's actually into actual, like, backpacking and got to them up with other people I know who are showed interest in this. Maybe we can actually get a backpacking group out of
0: Lansing. Sounds good. And in. on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, and project photos to harryprone at gmail.com. Tweet at us. We are at comp, And thank you so much. For listening. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox, used under the Creative Commons attribution license. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane and Lancey Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.